gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found, and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. I bet you thought we were done with the tarot series. <laughs> but we're, we're not. just finding ways to talk about tarot because we love Cause it. We love- and it's a witchy thing, you know. It's yeah. a very witchy magic thing. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Do you have any babble? Do I have any babble? I do. Do you? I do. Let's hear it. I finally started going to the community pool. What about this yesterday? Tammy I have and I. wanted to do that since we moved in. It is less than a five minute drive from my oh home. Oh my god! The barrier to entry here is not very high. Is it the one across the street the high from the school. high school? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I today, I have committed. I like really enjoyed the last time I went I was gonna go on Saturday but which was yesterday but we got there and there was an incident where even the supervisors were locked out of the building so the 9 30 lap swim did not happen so I just ended up moving my body at home instead I love it and so I have invested not a lot of money in a one-piece swimsuit because I didn't have one that was for swimming a swim cap because I used to have one and I couldn't mm. find it and it's probably old enough that the rubber wouldn't be stretchy anymore anyway. And some earplugs, little that wax stuff that you like put in your ear because yeah. I get water in my ears pretty easy. And anyway, it's felt like really it felt so good to get mm. in the pool. And then like I swam for longer than I thought I'd be able to. And because I did a lap and went, I'm going to die. And then I did two laps and I was like, certainly it's been 10 minutes and it had been like four and I was like sick. <laughs> And so then I was like, okay, I'll just do two more. And then I did two more. And then I was like, okay, well, actually, I'm fine. So I'll just do two more. And I was like doing with like the board, like the floaty board and just do my feet because my arm, my upper body strength is garbage. And so I need to, you know, work up to that. Yeah. I ended up swimming for 35 minutes. And I was like, wow. So on your first time out? Yeah. And impressive. I was like, I'll do one more. And then my left foot and calf went cramp. And I went, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I'm sorry. I will stop. (laughs) And I went and stretched in the sauna and nobody else was using it. And it was just like a really nice, it's really nice. And so it's something I can do twice, once or twice a week. And yeah, because the lap swim times work well with my schedule. That's really awesome. Yeah. Not to mention, it's rainy and dark outside. Yeah. Next week's going to be even... I know. It's going to be frozen and cold. We are recording on January 7th. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. It's my birthday month. It is happy birthday. I almost texted you yesterday and just said happy birthday month. I mean, you're welcome (laughs) to do that anytime. I might. Anybody that ever wants to message me and be like, happy birthday month. Mm -hmm. I'm... That's fine with me. I'm into it. it is. Do it. It's my birthday month. And I like it because I know in my soul what an Aquarian you are. And I forget that the end of January is Aquarian season. It's me. It's you. And yeah, the I think the Aquarius and the Taurus part of me are like my legs and the Libra part of me is the rest. And on the Aquarius and the Taurus part of me pretty hard. Wow. Anyway, swimming. It's great. And I can, my mom, like I did it. So now she's like. I'm going to buy a suit and come do the water aerobics class. And I was like, fuck, yes. So I hope that she actually does. So that is what 
we were talking about with my 57-year-old friend last night and my a teeny bit older than that wife and myself going, we need to get into water aerobics again. It's That's fun. why we were chatting about it. But it's what's like, great yeah, is gotta that go. they have an ADA chair. Mom can just sit. Oh, that's they awesome. They can put her over the water. She can get in it. And then to get out, she can just get in the chair. And it's, that changes everything. It changes everything. Hey, yeah. disability rights are human rights and everywhere should be accessible. Thanks. Yes, it should be. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah. Let's head to the library just briefly. Okay. Oh, actually, oh. maybe we should tell people what we're talking about. We're talking about tarot spreads. <laughs> <laughs> and creating tarot spreads. Reading them and understanding them and what the heck are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're going to the library. Okay. okay. So I have some library. Uh-huh. Here's my library, everybody. And it might be... The first part of my library, you might go, what are you talking about, Dada? The National Institute of Health Mm. has an entire blog series on bias. Mm. If you are a tarot reader, even if you're just reading for yourself, especially, I would say especially if you're reading for yourself, check your bias, people, Mm -hmm. because it's going to inform the way you're reading those cards. And you could go, tarot doesn't work because this and this, and you were being biased. And confirmation bias in tarot is really as well. The other site, oh, shucky darn, darn it. (laughs) I think it's called builtin.com. It's a diversity and inclusion site. And they list all of the types of bias that you can have. If you want to go down that rabbit hole to open your mind when you're reading tarot. And then we just wanted to real quickly cover some, oh gosh, not all. There are already several tarot spreads in existence. One of the most famous being the Celtic Cross. And you can Google this and find a lot of reputable places that talk about the Celtic cross, what it means, how to read it, and the importance of it. I find that it's really expansive and it's usually for a year ahead or a long-term exploration, six months or four months. Other spreads that exist are tuning in spreads, healing spreads, which we're going to talk about too. Interpreting dreams. Yeah, interpreting dreams. Exactly. Connections, like the three card spreads, like mind, body, spirit past, present, future, the situation, the obstacle, the lesson. Those are really famous ones. Mm -hmm. Past life spreads are really popular. You can find a lot of different ones now, but not... But back in the day, back in my day, <laughs> we had to walk up. There are a lot more that are already created. So if creating your own spread doesn't interest you yet, I will say, uh, check those out. We do a connection spread for the Patreon every week. Yes, we do. Where we talk about relationship, resources, and rituals. Mm-hmm. That is a spread that I have now become very comfortable with, and yeah. I use it for myself every once in a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, because if I feel like something in my life is out of balance, I'm like, okay, let's take a let's take a look. <laughs> let's take a look. <laughs> What's at going on right now? What's going on in yeah. there? I think that I am very grateful you brought up about bias <laughs> because that makes me think about what Jenna Matlin was talking about. Please go check out that oh, yeah. interview if you haven't, because it was wonderful. She is amazing. I think about her all the time. Me hey too. Jenna, I think about you all the time. If you're listening, I think I told time. Not in a creepy way. <laughs> she talked about projecting onto the cards. Right. And like forcing meaning where there isn't or like trying to soften or couch. I think that something that contributes to that behavior, not the only thing, but something mm-hmm. is, is your bias. Yeah. 
And we all have it because nobody is an objective being. No. And we're. I want to talk a little bit about it out of the bonfire, mm-hmm. about the difference between bias and judgment. I, ooh. Yeah. God, remind me that after we record, I have a story for you. Oh, my you. gosh. You said that last time. I just want to pause and hear the story. All I, know, all I will say on the pod is that somebody at work on Friday was really testing me. Oh, don't test her. It's her birthday month. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, get off my dick. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Carol well, spreads. spreads here May we I? are at the bonfire yes please so here's some notes that i took for myself <laughs> <laughs> to me tarot spreads mean storytelling mm-hmm. and nuance right the placement of cards can inspire meaning that you may notice if placed in a different way do you know what I mean you'll see the cards in communication with each other rather than in isolation i create most of my spreads before I draw, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, this one's going to oh, mean yeah. this and this one's going to mean this. But lately I've been trying to channel my inner Jenna Matlin and draw until I feel done, Oof. which is tricky and a really good exercise in intuition because she talked about in the interview, I think, and definitely in the definitely book, in the book yeah. about you pull the cards that you want to pull before you start. And then if they say, please keep pulling clarifying cards, do that. And I, I always forget that you can do that. And so something I'm personally working on in my tarot work is that. So far, just for myself, but hopefully for others in the future. Yeah. And my goal this year is to play more with the traditional spreads that Detta mentioned earlier. I have no idea how to do a Celtic cross. No idea. I, I don't know what all the cards are. I still have to look at the cheat yeah, sheet. Yeah, you have to look at the cheat sheet. And it was the very first spread that I learned. And the deck that I had that mm-hmm. came, it was the Medicine Woman's deck. Oh. And it came with a sheet that you laid out so that you could lay oh, the cards. Oh, nice. Where the, like a paint was, by number. Yes. It was really great. And I still, if I had to fight really hard, I could probably pull it I out, couldn't. But yeah. Not a chance. But it's good. I love the Celtic Cross, actually. Yeah. And a lot of little white books mm-hmm. are going to have spreads in them. Yeah, they do. Which is wonderful. MJ has a lot in her books, which are great. The yeah. almost, I think almost, almost every single yeah. uh, deck I've used for the last many Patreon polls, the deck had a book that had spreads in it. Mm-hmm. I do also want to say... I don't think there's anything wrong with pulling cards in isolation, I, especially if you're just looking for a quick check-in or inspiration or just like a quick barometer check. But I think that I personally get more out of it when I use a spread because storytelling, mm-hmm. because I have to conceptualize my reality via narrative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too quite a bit. It's really hard for me to pull in isolation mm-hmm. at just one card. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's easier with oracle cards for me to do one at a time, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. A cute little snores. There's a cat, a very fat, lovely cat next to me (laughs) who is snoring fit to bring the roof down. Oh. Oh. It's so interesting that you said storytelling and nuance, Mm -hmm. because I wrote down storytelling and specificity. Oh, wonderful. And specificity versus being general. And I wrote... I would love to discuss with each other on air about how we feel about specific versus general. <laughs> and I think I already know the answer to this, but yeah. I think specific is 
generally speaking. <laughs> More useful. Me too. However, in instances where I feel adrift mm-hmm. or all at sea and I do not see a lighthouse anywhere and I do not have a touch point, I go in for a general read and see what strikes my intuition, like what hits the string of my intuition yeah. and makes a noise. But generally speaking, I like to be specific. <laughs> yeah. In general. I find that like blocking in theater, mm. I like to have a general space to work in mm-hmm. and then specificity within that general space. Mm. So like if I come up with a theme, I still want a specific question. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You want to talk about how you create your spells? I'm you thinking about blocking now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, no, I'm just like how I prefer to do that or how I enjoy working with that. I'm like, now I'm going to be reflecting on that for a while. But I'm back. I'm back yeah. with you now. No. That- Creating spreads. I think it goes back to the specificity you were just yeah. talking about. Because having a question is one thing. But you can't just have a question as an island. You need to know, like, why are you asking it? Mm-hmm. What do you hope to get out of the answer? And not what answer do you hope to get, but what do you hope to achieve with the answer? Yeah. Uh, Which is different. (laughs) I feel very comfortable in the world of three card spreads or even two card spreads. Wow. Occasionally I'll do a four card going clockwise, top, top right, bottom left. And I have occasionally done a five card spread where it's like top... And then going around like a little, like a little star, like a little hexagon. Oh, yeah. Um, do you associate the elements with that when you do the hexagon or no, not always. just like the shape? I just like the shape. Got it. I could, but I just like the shape. Yeah. Maybe if I get more comfortable, mm. I'll add more elements to that. Like the elements? Yeah. I, yeah, I usually build my spread based on my question. Mm-hmm. And so it's for instance, um, looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. So I will ask, I will say to myself, I want and deserve a better job. There's a spell right there. Yeah. And so then I will ask the deck, what actions can I take and what obstacles are in the way? of getting this better job. So if card one would be like a sort of general, will you be successful in this pursuit card, right? And then cards following that would be how to either ensure that success or overcome that ambivalent or even negative card to find success Mm -hmm. beyond it. Because I personally don't, I don't want to think that if a card tells me that I'm not going to be able to find a good job, that I just stop there. Oh, okay, I'm done. Okay, I guess I was fucking stuck here forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it's like, what's the problem what's the, with finding a new job? That's yeah. Next. Yeah, if you're doing the Jenna thing, pulling as many cards, yeah. that would be the next. No, I need to find out what's standing yeah. in my way of that then. Because the spread I would build for that would, because I'm anxious, I build contingencies into everything. Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, if that first card is discouraging, the following cards will address that. Yeah. So it would be like, the first card is, will this be successful endeavor? And then what are the two things so i'll have two cards what are two things standing in my way 
what are the next two cards, two things I can do to overcome that. One card for next steps. And then Mm -hmm. like one card for like a sort of mixed bag card of what are some surprises potentially. What's hidden. What's hidden. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven card spread. Nice. And that tells a big story. It does. And and it has an arc. And yeah. it has a beginning, a middle, and a possible end. And depending on how I lay it out, mm-hmm. I'm going to read them different. Mm. So if I lay them in a big circle, or if I lay them in a cross, or an X, or a line, a diagonal line, like mm. a waterfall effect of things, or the way I lay them dictates the way the story goes. Mm-hmm. Or the type of story. It depend- It makes it... The way I lay them out decides whether it's a graphic novel or an art film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know that what I mean? A, yes, it's a great comparison, yeah. I think. If it's like Kill Bill or if it's like The Bell Jar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And I think shape and sacred shapes and sacred geometry and grids, if you've set up crystal grids around your, all of that can affect the, re- oh, yeah. I started That's- doing three card spreads as a triangle. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I wonder why. We were talking about the pyramid. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> and I, oh my God, I have something so funny to tell you. I was looking through my old book of shadows because I was making pages for my new one. And I had a thing about the witch's pyramid in there. <gasps> Get out of town. And I would completely fucking forgotten about it. Which just goes to show you how much I interface with that book. Yeah. And I'm very well, grateful to be building this new one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I've started yeah. doing my three card spreads as a triangle. Um, I love that. Now I want to do the next spread for Patreon. I just did one today. But the next one I do, yeah. I want to do it in a triangle. Because you can also like, if you do that triangle, you can put it in the place of to will, to do, yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. And then in the center, you can put to hold silence mm-hmm. or to whatever else. I love the witch's pyramid. Yeah. So that's been really interesting because what's fun about that is something else that Jenna talks about, which is like the direction in which you read. Whether you read left to right, right to left or up down. What's fun is if you put it on an altar cloth. Yeah. You can then turn the altar cloth and see how that changes what you've pulled. Okay. I've never done that. That sounds really fun. Yeah. I'm going to play with that this week. The way that I create is... I start with the first thing I ask is, who am I creating the spread for? Am I creating it for myself? Am I creating it for somebody else? Mm. Do I want a general go-to spread that I'm creating for myself for a while? Do What do I want to know? Same thing that you said. And a lot of times then after what do I want to know, it's not necessarily yet specific building the general, going to the specific. Do I want an outcome spread? Do I want a journey spread Mm. or do I want both? And I think Celtic cross, the Celtic cross spread is a really great example of journey leading to outcome spread because it actually has an outcome card. The last card is the outcome card. And that's one that I was taught early on that if you don't get a major arcana card, you keep pulling until you get a major arcana for that last outcome one. I know. I can't remember where I was taught that, but I was, I don't remember why. I know there was a why, but I don't remember why. This was in 1998. I think it was in the deck itself. I think it was in that spread. So now I want to go back and find that out. I so, was 10. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's the what do I want to know, but also being as specific as you can. You know, great people to watch right now. Jenna, 
Matlin on on Instagram. If Can't you have Instagram or TikTok, enough. Courtney Weber mm-hmm. is talking a lot about how to interact with the cards. As is three AM Tarot, who is amazing. As is the Tarot Lady has a new book out which I haven't read yet. It's on grief, but I flipped mm. through it. Just flipped through it this morning. Literally like one of those movie book pages, and there's a slowly there's a lot of good information that I can't wait to read in there so those are great places to go to help yourself ask learn how to ask specific questions because it's like trying to find what's your objective yeah and again what's my motivation bias and consider your bias yeah then sometimes it's what am I creating a spread for because you can create a spread for uh sabbats you know Samhain solstices equinoxes new moons full moons social justice if you're doing you know something about social justice right now like what's going on in cop city Mm. in Atlanta they're going to destroy an entire one of the only forest huge ass like green spaces yeah green yeah. spaces and it's just anyway am i creating a daily spread to help guide me or for somebody else am i helping with dream interpretation do i want a zodiac spread because i want to look at the season and okay now i know the planets because conwin told me everything but now i want to do a tarot spread that has to do with that what how am i going to develop that mm-hmm. and the huge one that i develop or get asked to develop most often or go to a go to but i've also created my own spread is relationships huh and Courtney does all this great series. Is he going to come back to me? You know, I actually don't get that question a lot. And so I, and maybe it's because of the way that I set it up. I, I don't think relationship questions should be outcome based. Yeah. I think that a better way to ask that question, mm -hmm. if I may, is do I truly want them to come back to me? See, and yes. So the spread that I created that makes it more about a journey. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think once you go through this process, I'll tell you this first, and then tell I'll, me, tell me. and then I'll come back to what you just said: is do I really want him to come them to come back? Yeah. What's the energy of the relationship as it is right mm-hmm. now? What do I need to know about myself in the relationship? What do I need to know about them in this relationship specifically? Mm-hmm. How can I grow in this relationship? And how you react to that and what card you get on that goes back to your question of, do I want them to come back? Because, the, oh boy, the cards tell a story on that one. Uh, how can they grow in this relationship? Mm-hmm. How can we grow together? And that, in my opinion, if you're really looking for an outcome card, mm-hmm. that's the one to look at. Can you, I mean, what kind of difficulty are you going to have growing together? Is it going to be easy? Is it going to be hard? Is it worth it for you to do it? And then where do we need to be separate? Mm -hmm. And that's meaning not necessarily breaking up, but where do you need to take time for yourself? Where do they need to take time for themselves? What different interests might you be pursuing? And then you could do an outcome card if you wanted to, but I think you've got all your answers right there Mm. once you do that. And it tells a story. It tells a story. Yeah. I, not on purpose, Mm -hmm. don't have a ton of straight friends. Yeah. It's just, that's how the cards have fallen. Well, I do have one very dear friend, who I shan't name, who occasionally comes to me and is, do you think, what do you think of this? What do you think of this regarding a boyfriend? 
And I know that this person comes to me because she knows that I will be honest, but I will be kind. Mm -hmm. And she knows that I will be watching because this person has had not great sort of luck or success in the boyfriend area and (laughs) relatable. And so she knows that because I love her very much, I am watching. I want to make sure that she is taking the initiative in her happiness. And if that involves that person or not is up to her. But I need to make sure that her focus is on her happiness. Yeah. And and I did a reading for this person recently and I was like, okay, Corey, (laughs) you need to interrupt your bias here. You need to interrupt your bias. See, you knew to do that. That's um, great. Because you know what your knee-jerk reaction is to these cards. But you need to actually read the whole card. And it ended up being more of a, here are the potential problems. Mm -hmm. But if it is worth it to you to overcome those problems together, here is how to do that. Yeah. Kind of a vibe instead. And I... I have to, this is a bias of which I am very aware and is also very strong because of personal experience. Like we can't stop our personal experience from coloring our current outlook. It's always there. No matter how much you think you're past it or anything, it is in the background. It's a background program. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that background program makes a noise. But that's definitely, it's so hard to do relationship spreads yeah. Roman- romantic relationships sp- specifically for uh-huh. me because i have a lot of thoughts and ideas about what relationships can and should look like and i don't mean like number of people in the relationship i don't mean romantic versus not romantic i don't mean any of that nurturing health enriching yeah and happy yeah. And i don't mean superficially happy two people who inflate one another's happiness Mm, that's Um, a great phrase and so i have incredibly high and discerning standards for that Mm -hmm. based on experience of my own and so i find it difficult to do relationship spreads that are specifically about people particularly those i know because i have to put friend Corey aside and be person reading these cards, yeah. Corey. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, I'm going to be giving advice that isn't in the cards. And Jenna talks about that a lot in her book. And that was very helpful for me to read. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard. An investment. And sometimes it's hard to tell the tr- truth. It, yeah. When, yeah, I've done a couple spreads for Tammy that I was just like, okay, I know what these cards are saying. And I know this is not my bias. But did I pull these cards? Did I draw these cards to me because I already know the situation? So I so after doing one for her and I did it twice within 24 hours, I went, eh, you should go to another reader. In case. Just in case I'm way off. Or like way too yeah. in. Yeah. 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 And she did and it, it confirmed it, but that was okay. That's okay. But it could not have. I mean, yeah. it could have been. Because I do believe sometimes we draw things to us that we expect, mm-hmm. which is again... Why you, yeah, yeah, why you do that, and why you ask clarifying questions, and do and investigate things that challenge your existing bias and outlook. Mm -hmm. You mentioned wanting to talk about (laughs) bias versus judgment, yeah, 
And I would like to talk about judgment versus opinion. And I'd like you to go first. Judgment versus opinion. No, you had judgment versus bias. But you said... I would just like to hear what you have to say about that. Oh, about that, Mm -hmm. not about what you just... Oh, got it. I think... That, of course, just like you said, Mm -hmm. we've got those background programs running. We can't get rid of who we are. And sometimes people come to us for our judgment. Sometimes it it really depends on the person. I can be incredibly objective. And I know I'm being objective. And I know my bias is in check. And I'm aware of it. The other thing that I have is that I get guides that talk to me. Mm -hmm. And more so since we've started doing this podcast. Like, they never shut up now. (laughs) Sorry, no offense. And so I get to check in with that as well. So if I start to say something that is like a knee-jerk reaction, I'll get a, uh, ma'am. Yeah, I'll get it. Really, Dada, you're going to? But sometimes I think judgment comes with education, I guess. It's like having enough sources at your disposal Mm. so that you can make an informed decision. When you're reading for a client that you don't know, you don't know their life. And I just found out this weekend, I knew something so much about this person. We'd had a talk beforehand. It colored everything. And I was like, I don't like this. And my guides kept saying, why? It's totally fine. You know this person. Your judgment's fine. It's okay. But I had a harder time trusting it since I knew so much about the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yet at the same time, I'm of the belief that, you know, when you have sources. Yeah. (laughs) And that, I think that comes to me with, that's just what made me start thinking about judgment versus bias. Do I have good judgment about this situation? Yeah. And am I giving good advice or am I biased because... You know, oh, my ex-husband was blah, blah, blah. No, you need to stay the hell away from that because this is what will happen in that. Or am I actually getting a message? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Yes. And I would love to point out that you and I interpreted the word judgment differently. Oh. Tell me. Because you mean like discerning. Yeah. And which is great. Yeah. And I mean assigning value. Yes. And I think Both of those are good. Fascinating. Yes. Because... I recently almost got into a fruitless, I knew it would be fruitless, which is why I didn't. I chose to disengage, which I've gotten better at ever since the April incident. It's like I broke the seal. Once I did it once, I was like, actually, I can do this. And actually, goodbye. Um, You don't have to go to every argument you're invited to. Yeah. 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 It's just nice to be invited. (laughs) I recently almost got into uh, a what would have been fruitless And ultimately probably harmful to me because I would have gone to a very mean place. Because sometimes when pressed, I am a bitch. And that's just the way that it is. And I do my best to not get to that place. Because I don't want to feel that way. Not because I care if I'm a bitch to somebody, but because I don't want to feel that way. (sighs) Anyway. Where we almost got into a fight about the word opinion. Oh. And somebody came to my aid and was like, I also read that as a judgment assessment. A value like judgment. Like a value judgment. Ooh. And I'm glad. This person was like, It's just my opinion. I was like, Okay. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to argue with you about the your clear 
misunderstanding of what the difference is. I say clear, not as a judgment, but like a value judgment, but as a, a, an objective assessment of what is being said. Like based on exhibited behaviors, mm-hmm. I can deduce that you do not understand the difference between those two things. Wow. I think the long and short of that anecdote is while you are reading, be careful of, be discerning mm-hmm. of, use your judgment when mm-hmm. you see yourself assigning value judgments to the readings and especially to the person for whom you are reading even if that is yourself yeah there are very few i'm about to get into very philosophical nothing is real everything is a construct land but there are so many things that are neither good nor bad that we've decided are good or bad right and that's the safest way i can think of to put that it's like when talking about content warning here Food discussion. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, especially in January, I hated this when oh. I worked at the yoga studio. There's a lot of talk and attitude around food and having to earn it and having to like, and like being like, I'm being bad. And it's, you're, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Because what you're doing is penalizing yourself. You're putting in place punitive measures for a natural act. And it's, stop it. <laughs> so there's, there are not, good foods or bad foods unless that food is like poisonous right then that's bad don't eat that but when you're pulling the cards notice if the words that come to you or the images that come to you initiate a like knee-jerk response of value judgment Mm. and then pause because your first reaction is a learned behavior and your assessment of that reaction is how you're like actually feeling about it yes yeah that's what i like to say about that is you can have opinions on those cards Mm -hmm. and you can have opinions about what they mean but do your best to not assign value judgment to the interpretation or the person there's a reason that i don't call them yes and no cards i call them yes and not right now cards Mm -hmm. just because i think that's limiting but also because no has like connotations of negativity and badness in a lot of situations. Right. In a way that limits my own reading of cards. I like that. I've always liked your not right now response. Because sometimes it's not for you. It's not for you right now. But it might be for you. Later or in a different form. Yeah. 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 Or it might not look like what you think you want. Okay. That's a conversation I have a lot with people who I've read for Mm -hmm. this I don't really feel like this came about really what about this and this yeah but that's not what I was looking for ah that's not what you asked Ah. that is not what you asked if you had a specific why are you even there yeah I mean if you're creating a spell and you want to create that and manifest that and bring that to this mundane world for yourself yay go for it but when you're talking to the cards and you're asking advice you're not it's not I don't think of them as the same thing Mm -mm. they can become the same thing I think I mean I think you can use it to help you yeah but yeah I don't know that, yeah. that sounded like a lot of theory and not a lot of substantial all conversation. I, all I go. know is that in the Dice and Magic course <gasps> on yeah. February first, one of the 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 first mod the first 
module the next session is tarot and storytelling no way oh take the class you all take the class it's pretty fun oh my gosh Um, yeah i'm looking at my notes here as far as tarot stuff goes i think most of it is some of the stuff we already talked about the end of my bias i made some notes for myself which i think i've covered Mm -hmm. is nope we talked about this too how how do you separate your bias from your judgment? We just yeah. talked about that. And I you have resources to go and give yourself tools for that. I really love and that you and I hear words and both of us independently think of different definitions yeah. of those words. That's very fun for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I didn't even go there. That's my own bias to the word well, judgment. But judgment, too, is you're absolutely right. But and, so are you. Well, and then I think. Well, am I? Yes. Or should it have been discernment? No, both. But they mean the same thing. They do. They do. I was just thinking of a different part of speech. Yeah. Because there are certain words that can be used for different parts of speech. Yes. Yes. Fuck. That has a verb. That has a noun. That has an adjective. It has a feel good. Yeah. It's got a lot of plosive. Intuitive. (laughs) The other thing that I'd written down is tarot for focus. Yes. Tell me. So if you have ADHD, (laughs) if you have anxiety, if you're not getting enough sleep, if the state of the world keeps dragging your thoughts away and keeping you awake at night or waking you up in the middle of the night or making you have bad days, then tarot to help you focus and ground if your other grounding techniques and such are not working, it's really, for me, especially if you have a particular deck, communing with them is almost like communing with plants. Once you have a relationship with them, you can sit there and you can <laughs> validate how awful things are with your confirmation bias and pull that devil card and that tower card and stuff and go, yes, I know that's exactly what's going on. Thank you. <laughs> or you can go, oh, look, there's the sun and the stars. Like, all right, I can focus on both yeah. things at once. Both things can be true at the same time. I think that's so funny because, like, sometimes I look, I read my cards and I'm not looking for validation. <laughs> and then I get it anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I wasn't even asking that. I didn't even think to ask that. Amazing. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Can we really quickly just talk about how funny it was that person on Fox News pulled the death card for what has in store for Trump for 2024? I lost my mind laughing because like I know that the death card means lots of things that aren't necessarily an actual death. It's a new beginning. But like the general public who don't know tarot intimately, Mm -hmm. that's I'm going to be very diplomatic and say that. Don't know that. Mm -hmm. And so they see the death card and they go. And it's very funny to me. Yeah. Because she pulled it and then she tried to be like, (laughs) are you kidding? I could totally have spun that because my fear (laughs) lit in and went, I would have gone, oh, my God, democracy is going to fall because he's going to become president. Everything around us is dying because he's evil. That's where I would have gone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the people watching Fox News for this probably were like, (gasps) Trump is going to die. We could only (laughs) Can I mean, I what? say that out loud? I mean, what? what? No, he I said, didn't. What? No, no, they're not monitoring. You know, uh, what nobody we say. No, no, nobody in that administration. There's no this. algorithm going on there. I'm not gonna have you know <laughs> targeted ads when I get through talking about it. anyway. <sighs> cool, cool. So that's it. If you all have questions or want to get a reading, or if you have a spread you like that we didn't mention yeah. that has been really working for you. Oh yeah. 
that you don't mind sharing. Shout out to Chiboy because I am always on the lookout for new yeah. spreads. Want to set up the spark? Yeah, let's do it. Amazing. Okay, yes. I have some sparks. You have some sparks? <laughs> I have two sparks. Oh, okay. One is Teresa's book, which I know I'm shouting it out before I've read it, but like I said, I skimmed it, and it's Teresa. I like everything she does, and already just a couple of these sentences that I grab, I go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's a recovery spread. Mm -hmm. There's a boundaries spread. And this is about grief and finding support. Three things right now spread. What do you need for support? That kind of stuff. So there are a lot of spreads in here, I guess, which I I didn't, which actually is not what I saw before we sat Amazing. Uh, So I'm seeing different things as I just flip through. But my other really big one is 3 a.m. tarot. Because I don't know if you've been able to tell, I'm kind of on a an activist uh, mode right now. Not that I You're ever busy. am on that. I know. <laughs> but I'm really, uh, there's just so much going on in the world that needs our help. And there are people being very judgmental out there about you're not so you're not posting enough on social media you're not, not using your platform yeah you're not doing the right things to help how can you look away 3 a.m tarot and you can go back to their instagram posted uh, i think 10 or 11 tiles and a, a lot of different spreads about how to get through this but the this specific one which i will try to link to this i don't know if i can link to the specific one but i'll try and i put it in our story a couple weeks ago is I don't know if you all remember, and maybe it was just here in Seattle when CHOP was going on, there were all these different ways to become involved and all these different types of activists that we needed. And some of them you don't see working behind the scenes. And they did a spread suggestion to ask yourself, depending on what activist category you fit into so are you a protester here's a spread for you are you a researcher here's a spread for you are you an artist who's helping boost the signal here's a spread for you are you an influencer that you can talk about it here's a spread for you anyway I had not known about these particular ways of being an activist until CHOP until Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. here in Seattle and it made me feel so much better. Yeah. I'm going to cry because I was really physically not able to do everything I wanted to do. Mm. But I was able then because of that, those categories, I was able to find things to do. Anyway, since we're talking about tarot spreads, I just wanted to throw that out. Yeah. I'm so very happy that I flipped through this again. I love that. Teresa's, I knew there was a reason because, yeah, she has put a lot of spreads in here uh, as well as talking about grief specific cards and grief and what they can mean and how you can interpret them. Amazing. So so those are my sparks. How about you? My spark is a direct fuck you to the founder of Lululemon, who has been again spouting off at his stupid mouth. He's such a... (sighs) I don't want to get too effusive in my disgust for this man because... phobia. Fat phobia, fat phobia, racism, fat phobia, ableism. Oh, ableism. And yes. I I am currently wearing a pair of Lulu leggings because I bought them years ago before I knew. Because I didn't know. 
and they were expensive and it'd be wasteful to get rid of them and they're you know still intact and they fit but i am disgusted that i own lulu products Mm. from years and years ago because i didn't know but this motherfucker what do you do now he's just being like awful and i'm like do you not you're so cocksure that you can say this stuff and your stock won't plummet this is 2024 man you're dumb okay anyway my (laughs) response to this is to point you to an incredible activewear company named actively black it is a black owned athletic wear company and they have not only do they have sizes for fat bodies, but they have big bodies on the site, like modeling the clothes. Yes. The home page of the women's apparel section has a couple of really beautiful women of very different sizes. They are, I will say, probably mid to upper price point for athletic wear. But the reviews, all of their press the stuff is good and wow. because it is good you don't need to buy it as often you can invest in a couple pairs of leggings or a sports bra or a bag um wow and their stuff is cute as hell like bright colors nice lines lots of options for style and type do you want high waist do you want low waist do you want super firm control Fun. do you not do you want joggers like they've got all kinds of really cool stuff. And I found them by way of Diane Bondi Yoga, who is one of the few yoga accounts I still follow. Oh. And I feel bad that I never finished that class. I took it and then never finished the final and I feel bad, but it was a wonderful class. <laughs> I recommend it. It's yoga for everybody. Anyway, Actively Black. Excellent. They're on Instagram. They're an excellent company with amazing stuff. And hey, fuck you to that guy. Wow. Do you know V today on Under the Desk News? I think it was today or yesterday, but I'm pretty sure it was Sunday, January 7th. Posted an article about what we should know about billionaires' brains. An article that came out in 2020 and how the psychology and the brain, they've taken pictures it changes. Of people who are wealthy, born wealthy, and never have to worry about anything, how their bias and how their brains are different. And they're a lot of them, their brains look exactly like psychopaths, billionaires, and that even they don't if, have to have empathy. Yeah, because they don't. And they start to see people differently because they have wealth. Yeah. And this is, they were saying, V was saying, this is not like to condemn or whatever like that it's to be aware and how do we change this for them how do they change that they need to be aware so that they change that and they ended v ended with there is no such thing as an ethical billionaire and this science yeah proves it so that's why he thinks he can get away with saying that because he thinks he's untouchable and that he's the most important and that what he thinks is the right thing and that everybody else is beneath and below him and stupid yeah and so his brain needs help and he needs to go get help yeah but he won't because by the nature of the problem that is is inherent in that brain is not going to hear that but (sighs) fuck you to that guy go check out actively black (laughs) My, I would like to buy myself a pair of leggings for my birthday. So that's my plan. Yeah. They are kind of spendy. So I am going to like, 
they're a treat yeah. myself. They do have a couple things on sale though, and their stuff that is on sale is like fifty bucks, which is like yeah. really mid range for nice athletic wear. That's awesome. Stuff that's not gonna rub out on your thighs after two weeks, like stuff that's not gonna yeah. fade out in the wash. Like fifty bucks down from like sixty five. That's like mid range price. Wow. That's really not bad for nice athletic wear. I understand that's not in everybody's budget, but I would like to support this company. I got real wood chippers mm. for thighs, man. They mm. break down pants right like you, nothing. <laughs> All right. We yeah. went down a tangent here in Sparks, but hopefully it's helpful. And go buy some good athletic wear for yourself yeah. if you can. <laughs> and until next time, everyone. Be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.